This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays, 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. the opportunity to talk for the book. Well, I just spoke with Kellyanne, and she asked me if I uh, if I got a call. I never got a call. I never got a message. Who did you Who did you ask about speaking to me? Well, about six people. Uh, you know, well, they don't tell me. Senator, uh, uh, I talked to Kellyanne about it two and a half months ago. She yeah. came for lunch. Uh, well, that that was a little snippet from a very interesting and rather awkward at times conversation uh, between uh, veteran journalist and author Bob Woodward and the president of the United States of America, J- Donald J. Trump. Now, the Washington Post uh, published that audio today. And by the way, uh, Woodward states right at the outset that, that it's being recorded, so the president's well aware. Uh, Bob Woodward's uh, new book called Fear is uh, going to be released a week from today. And he has hundreds of hours of interviews, on tape, by the way, of all kinds of people who work uh, and work in the White House, work directly for the president. And it's quite a picture, this paints. Now, Bob Woodward did not get an opportunity to speak with Donald Trump, and that's the whole point of this conversation. Uh, That Trump phones him after the book is complete and says, gee, I would have talked to you. Bob Woodward says, I tried every way I could to try to get an interview with you. And at one point, Kelly and Conway comes on the phone. It's just, it's a whole weird, uh, weird little episode. But there are some rather explosive and disturbing claims in this book. Uh, for example, uh, Chief of Staff John Kelly, apparently, according to this book, said this of the president, quote, he's an idiot. It's pointless to try to convince him of anything. He's gone off the rails. We're in crazy town. Well, maybe we are. Uh, Reggie uh, Ciccini with Global News. The Washington Bureau has been following uh, this wild story today. Uh, Joins us with the latest. Uh, Reggie, thanks for making some time for us here. Hey, good afternoon. Uh, It took a while for the White House to respond. But uh, as you noted just just a few minutes ago, uh, we're we're now starting to get some uh, official denials here. Absolutely, yeah. We, uh, we're hearing from the press secretary right now, who usually would do this at the podium, but it's been, you know, 13 or 14 days since the press has been able to actually ask questions at a press briefing. Instead, it was an email that was sent out via the pool saying, quote, this book is nothing more than fabricated stories, many by former disgruntled employees told to make the president look bad. This is the kind of thing that you would expect the White House to push back, though, once these kind of reports come true. Well, yeah, they're going to have to. I mean, I don't know how they can let any of this stand. I mean, some of this is uh, bizarre. Some of it's downright terrifying. I mean, it, it's, it paints the picture of a White House that's basically going out of the way every single day uh, to mitigate the damage that this, this uh, erratic president is, is looking to cause. What, what stands out to you in terms of what you've been uh, reading today? 
Well, I mean, when you go to the audio that was released, I mean, you can hear Bob Woodward say, look, I tried to talk to numerous people, and he's naming them. He's saying, I went through Senator Lindsey Graham. I went through Raj Shah, who's in the press department. I went through Hope Hicks, the former communications director, uh, and Kellyanne Conway. None of them went to the president to discuss this, which goes to show that there's kind of a a level of miscommunication at the highest level inside the White House. Uh, When you actually look at the details from this this book that's coming out, though, some of the things are actually a little bit on the disturbing side, where uh, according to a report from... From one of the White House top aides, uh, when the president was talking about Syria, he was saying, look, we should just go and assassinate the leader of Syria right now using a couple of expletives. Let's just go and do that, to which the defense secretary had to call officials and say, we're not going to be doing any of the things the president was just saying. So let's, let's clarify, because I don't get the sense that at this point they're calling Bob Woodward a liar. Uh, is, is it then that they're alleging that the people he spoke with may have said these things, but that they're not telling the truth? Or are they suggesting that Bob Woodward is is making up these quotes or making up these sources? I think it's hard for anyone in the White House to say that Bob Woodward is making these things up. Look, this is a, a standout investigative journalist with ties right back to the Nixon uh, era, you know, with with, uh, with links to the Watergate scandal. So, I mean, this is somebody who's likely not going to put loose-lipped anonymous sources inside a, a book that he's trying to put together. This is now people that are inside the White House either using their best interpretations as to what the president said or meant, or this is the White House now trying to, again, put a plug in a set of leaks that are, you know, they were trying to get in, uh, a hold of of last year. Now, all of a sudden, you have these leaks coming out once again. But the president, remember, he did have an opportunity to talk about this and to try and deny anything. Just nobody would let him. Which is interesting. Um, there is a, a direct denial that the White House released today attributable to General Kelly, Chief of Staff uh, John Kelly. Um, and, and wherever the quote came from, whether John Kelly said it, uh, told this story to Bob Woodward, maybe somebody else in the room told that to Bob Woodward. But Kelly's denying that, that he called the president an idiot. Yeah, he says the the idea I ever called the president an idiot is not true. As he stated back in May, quote, he stands firmly behind the president. He spends more time with him than anyone else. What he doesn't deny is that he called uh, kind of the president and the or the uh, the orbit surrounding the president crazy town. So you're getting a kind of half denial, but you're not kind of getting the full. Well, here is a denial to everything that's being attributed to me. Right now, uh, there's some of the weird revelations here. Um, you know, it's no secret that uh, Donald Trump has a lot of disdain, I guess it's, it's maybe the right word for his uh, attorney general, Jeff Sessions, who he put in that position. Um, but, but this book suggests that, you know, Trump's disdain for Sessions goes much deeper. I mean, he uses a, a, a word that, I mean, we certainly wouldn't use on the air, very insulting word, calls him a, a dumb Southerner as, as well. So uh, there, there's a lot of animosity there, at least according to this. Again, this backs up reporting that's been going on for a couple of weeks now that the president's been making fun of the attorney general because of his southern accent. He's been saying that, you know, he may not stand up to the best of uh, the best of the best in the field because he didn't go to the Ivy League schools that the president thinks are where, you know, anybody who's working in his administration should have graduated from. So this does back up a little bit of that reporting. But again, it puts the Department of Justice in a really strange position right now because this is a man the president put in place and now he's calling out because he's actually doing the job that he's supposed to do. So, I mean, it's one of these things where you have to look at the information that's out there and say, here's what we heard. Here's what we're seeing right now. What's the president actually saying? Yeah, and that'll relate, of course, uh, to the Russian investigation. And and that's something that looms large on on some of these stories. Now, John Dowd was uh, a lawyer uh, for the president who who did resign. Now, the the story points to to something that led to that resignation uh, that that basically John Dowd, in trying to demonstrate his, his basis for not wanting Trump to sit down with Mueller, according to this, did a, a practice interview. 
with, with Absol- Donald Trump. Yeah, he did this practice interview where he was kind of peppered with questions for 30 minutes. And according to this, according to Dowd or according to the people close to Dowd that spoke to uh, Bob Woodward, the president was fumbling his words. He was stumbling. He was, uh, you know, kind of making outbursts and eventually putting his hand down saying, uh, you know, this this is done. I don't want to do this anymore. And eventually found it was it was it's reported that he started contradicting himself and lying. So the lawyer said, look, we fear that if you actually have to go and testify, you're going to put yourself into a perjury trap if you're up against. Robert Mueller. And uh, in in doing this, they said, look, we had a big fear of this. And then according to this book, Trump saying, fine, then I don't want to have to testify. Uh, and, uh, you know, certainly relevant in terms of uh, NAFTA talks, which get underway again tomorrow. Uh, you mentioned, you know, some of these stories about uh, officials basically hiding documents from the president or, or taking things off his desk to make sure they won't sign them. Uh, one of them, according to this book, was a, a letter that was drafted that would have torpedoed NAFTA. Yeah, that, that's what the uh, the book is alleging right now, is that the, the Trump was trying to, or the president was trying to draft a letter that would have just officially pulled America out of the NAFTA negotiations. It would have just ripped up the agreement altogether. And in order to kind of stave off any global economic crisis this could have created, somebody walked into the office when he wasn't looking and basically pulled the letter off of his desk before he could sign it and threw it into the trash. It's the same story about a trade negotiation with South Korea, where he was trying to draft the document to pull himself out of an agreement with that. Somebody went, took the letter off of his desk, and kind of life went on beyond that but this is again the orbit that's around donald trump where people are saying look this is we see that you could be causing a bit of strife when you go forward with these plans that you have in your head we need to work together and band together to try to figure out how to stop him yeah so a lot of these people that are quoted or at least feature large in these stories are people that have moved on john dowd uh, gary Cohn, etc obviously we're talking about people who are still there i mean john kelly being one obvious example so uh, in terms of you know whether they're going to be more departures in terms of of upheaval I guess, you know, at this point, it's not clear where this all goes from here. And uh, there's still a week to go before the book's released. Absolutely. So we could get more excerpts from this. We could find out that there are more people talking and we could find out that there's more exodus, you know, in the future. We've already heard that President Trump may be ready to can as attorney general as we head towards and after the midterm election. So Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. We knew there was going to be some turnover. It just depends now with this book coming out and what you know more comes to light. Do we see a further exodus walking through the front door? Pretty wild stuff. Uh, more details, globalnews.ca, full coverage there. Uh, Reggie, thanks for making some time for us here. Appreciate it. Thank you. That's uh, Reggie Ciccini with the uh, Washington Bureau for Global News following this story today. Uh, the book is called Fear. It uh, is released, uh, set for release a week from today. The Washington Post obtained a copy of it and uh, full reporting today. Uh, including that that audio that they posted. Here's a little bit more from that conversation. Uh, so Donald Trump is the one who, who phoned Bob Woodward 
uh, and basically to, to find out why they, they didn't get an opportunity to talk. Bob Woodward trying to explain to, to the president that he went about it six or seven ways, in his own words, to try to arrange a sit-down with the president, to, to ask him some questions, get him on the record uh, for this book, and that never did happen. Now, one of the people that Bob Woodward tried to go through was Kellyanne Conway. And in fact, Kellyanne Conway is in the room where this conversation is is taking place. Here's a little bit more from that. It is not a good thing for my business, if I may say this to you, Mr. President, to the presidency or to the country to not have real full exchanges on these. And I broke my spear on it trying to get to you. Well, other than Lindsay, who did quickly mention well, it, Carolyn, nobody you mentioned say it. Kellyanne nobody told me about it. Well, let me ask her. Why don't you speak to Kellyanne? Ask her. She never told me about it. Kelly, Bob, how are you? Hi. I, uh, remember two and a half months ago you came over and I laid out, I wanted to talk to the president, and you said you would uh, get back to me. I do, and I put in the request. But, you know, they, it, it was rejected. I can only take it so far. I guess I can bring it right to the president next time. Yeah. But I try to follow all the protocols or else I'm accused of being somebody who doesn't follow protocol. President Trump, I just want you to know I made every effort. Did you? But you had talked to Hope, right, who said no? Uh, listen, I talked to anyone I could. You talked to a number of people and they I all said no? Raj. He was going to he was going to it out. Hope, me. Yeah. So. I, I you said you tried to talk to everybody. What about when you interviewed like yeah, other uh, people? Yeah. They all said yes? Yeah, well. That they tried? Uh, about six or seven people I tried. And I couldn't have, you know, you and I spent a whole lunch on it, Kellyanne. And I said, I want to cover the substantive issues in foreign policy and domestic policy. And you said you would get back to me. Nothing. Yeah, so I did. I presented it to the people here who make those decisions. But, but anyway, I'll give you back to the president. And I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad to hear that you, you tried through seven or eight different people. Yeah. That's good. You should tell him all the names. <laughs> Thank you. But you never called for me. It would have been nice, Bob, if you called for me in my office. I mean, I have a secretary. I have two, three secretaries. If you would have called directly, a lot of people are afraid that Raj, I hardly have, you know, I don't speak to Raj. I do, I do. And Kellyanne went to somebody, but she didn't come to me. And she should have come to me. Uh, she does have access to me, absolutely. She has direct access, but she didn't come to me. And you know what? That's okay. I'll just end up with another bad book. All right, well, let's say, you know, it's an 11-minute phone call between the two uh, and a lot of that back and forth. So uh, I guess maybe Trump regrets not speaking to Bob Woodward, but, yeah, holy cow, there, there's a lot in this book that uh, I suppose he's uh, we would prefer not be out there. So General Kelly's denial, he, he says, the idea I ever called the president an idiot is not true. And that's pretty much the end of the denial. So there's a whole passage in this book where it talks about uh, Trump's order to go kill uh, Assad in Syria. That Trump told Mattis, the defense secretary, for example, here, let's effing kill him. Let's go in. Let's kill the effing lot of them. And that apparently Mattis, the defense secretary, uh, said, we're not going to do any of that. He told, and I hate after getting off the phone, we're not going to do any of that. We're going to be more measured. So there you have uh, General Mattis, who apparently ignored what, what Trump had told him to do. So there's, there's all these other stories there involving uh, Kelly and Mattis and others. 
And so the, the very narrow denial about the word idiot is, is perhaps revealing in its own way. Um, our number here, 403-974-8255. A lot more still to come here this afternoon. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.